Hey, it's Jeff Carla, and welcome to Cooking is the New Healthy. This podcast is about how we cook, how we eat, how we show up in our real lives. I'm going to be talking to other creatives and entrepreneurs about how they cook, how they eat, and how they show up, not only in their lives, but in their businesses. If you don't know me, I'm at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram. I'm a food stylist, photographer, health coach, and mama. I'm also the founder of Cook and Chop Online Cooking School and Unfold, which is a mastermind for busy women that want to focus on their health, their business, and their life. You can find more information about me and my programs in the show notes and also today's guest, Megan. And <laughs> I am so excited to have you here. Megan Williamson is a Pinterest goddess. Like I'm just going to throw it out there that she's a Pinterest goddess and literally she rules the land of Canada. If you did not know that. <laughs> yeah. That's an extra title. I don't usually tell people. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you. And I could do like this long drawn out introduction of you, but I feel like you are such a woman on fire right now. Like you are <laughs> Thank you. creating, you're welcome. You're creating so much in your Pinterest membership. You just mm. launched a VA program. I mean, mm. it's incredible, but I would love to ask you because you can say it yeah. best. How do you show up and serve the world? Oh my gosh. In what part of my life? I feel like... <laughs> So um, the, it depends on what part of my, my life you're looking at. I, w I have a dirty secret, and that is, is that I show up online. I have made a commitment um, in the latter half of last year and this year to be very present, to be consistent. I actually was at a conference, and they said, pick a word for your business, and mine was to be consistent. And I think because whenever I feel confused or have any doubts, as we all do as business owners, parents, individuals in the world, you know, you have those moments where you feel overwhelmed by choice and you have a lot of ideas. I tend to sit on things and instead of, um, I'm an action taker and I'm a doer, but when I feel like I'm not sure about something, I'll just sit on it. So I was that person that at times, and I think that's probably why I've always gravitated towards Pinterest, but when it comes to all the other things, it's not for lack of like having things to talk about, but I, I wasn't or am not always consistent. And so it's really amazing. I worked really closely with my team to come up with a plan about how I could be consistent, sort of like stress-free consistency yeah. in my business. Um, and part of that is also now, like now that I feel more relaxed and like things are sort of like humming away in a well-oiled machine is that I'm showing up in other parts of my life that are not online. And so my dirty secret is, is that I am, I'm relatively new to being sort of an online, like representing myself online. I've always been online, but it's always this very filtered version of me. I only started being sort of like front facing and doing videos of me actually talking probably just over a year ago. So I was terrified, wow. not because I was afraid of what people would think of me, but I just never did video of myself. I hid behind my dog. I hid behind my, you know, adorable neighborhood, my farmer's market, my cute home and my decor because I didn't. And it wasn't because I had self doubt about myself. I just was like, not sure if I wanted to let people into my life. And so what I wanted, whoops, 
Um, what I wanted to tell you is that my dirty secret is I have found a way of sharing myself that still feels people are seeing me online now, but it's not, it's even a, a, a slightly different version than Megan in real life. And that's just how I sort of, you know, you never know who's looking at your stuff. And, you know, I don't show my son's face online. I know you are actually I, the same with your children. Same. And that's yeah. a way of me protecting um, him as a person. He, uh, you know, there's a lot of crazy things out there, but also because he hasn't had the ability to give me consent to making him part of my online life. So I segment my online life from my offline life. Got it. Wow. I love it. <laughs> I'm just like blown away by all this information. It's so fantastic. Um, and I really love how you, I mean, as a person that has been part of your community, mm. I can literally see that stepping up and it's, it's such a beautiful process to watch. Yeah. And it's also, oh, some, you. you're welcome. And it's also something where you, especially recently, I've noticed that you almost like really, you're like standing in that power. Yeah. I, oh, I'm leaning in. I'm totally leaning in. And like, I'm not looking at the numbers. I'm not looking at, I'm just serving literally like, and that's always been what I wanted to do but I always felt divided, right? Like, oh, but I got to work on this. I got to work on that. Oh, I got to work on the behind the scenes things. I got to get a workbook done before I do that. And now I'm like, no, that doesn't, you know, like you can show up in different ways and consistently serve um, your community and your audience. And, you know, we were just laughing about this. Like it doesn't have to be perfect and you're going to drop a phone and you're going to clear your throat and you're going to say an F-bomb maybe when you shouldn't. And, um, you know, it's, we can't be for everybody. And sometimes if people don't like the way that you do things when it comes to your business or your, even your personal life, you know, then they shouldn't be in your life or your community in this case. Yes. I love it. I love polarizing content. It's something that <laughs> I have really embraced lately. And yeah, I think, well, I think you and I both know that we're like big personalities, right? I think that yeah. you and I have always got along and it's sort of like, we're straight shooters and not everybody wants to be around a straight shooter. No. Like um, I actually said to somebody in my DMs today um, that I, as a, when I was growing up as a teenager, they called me Mama Meigs and I was the friend in our group that I am loyal to a fault. If somebody was going to a fight, <laughs> you know, like we need Megan there because like, if like, I'm so loyal and I do, you know, I'm very, but also like, I bring a lot of sense to, you know, like I, I'll talk people through things, but also I was the person, like they also said when they needed tough love, I was the person they came to. So if they were going through a breakup or had a decision to make mm -hmm. and they kind of already knew what they wanted, but they wanted somebody to say, yeah, he's a jerk. He yeah. doesn't deserve you. He has been, you know, he did this, this, and this. And like, you look at the evidence, you make the decision. And I, you know, I never told people what to do, but I would just say like, try to stand back objectively. Mm -hmm. And I think like, you know, friends still like my, my high school friends still call me for those chats where they're like, you know, this happened. What do you think? And they tell me, and I tell them what I actually think. Like if somebody mm -hmm. wants to hear the truth, they come to me. I will you know, unless I think it's really hurtful or somebody's not ready, I will never not tell you what I actually think. It's such a, it's such a rare quality. 
I feel <laughs> well, like it's a rare that. quality. I also feel like it definitely same, same. We could talk right for and hours about talk. that. We could, we could, we could. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about, these are fun food questions because I'm right. a chef. That's what I was trained for. I also, yeah. I mean, I have the online cooking school. So I asked these food <laughs> questions because they're fun. So what was yeah. your last meal? Does coffee count? It and totally does. does. <laughs> well, every morning, uh, so my husband and I really love good coffee. So we get locally roasted espresso beans and we have an AeroPress coffee maker. So we make Americanos for ourselves every morning. My husband is much better. I actually sent him off for a fancy coffee making um, class last year for Valentine's Day. That was my Valentine's Day present. I love he, it. He loves the science of it, right? Like mm -hmm. how different things affect like Chemex coffee, brew coffee. But jokes aside, my last actual meal was a beautiful. So we actually get a, a home delivery service of food yeah. sent to us um, and then we prepare it. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the meals that we had um, last night that James prepared was a beef, I think it was kofta. So it's like a beef. Um, Yum. Delicious. Yeah. On, it's like a meatball. On golden bulgur with a, with a beautiful parsley kind of like salty um, sauce on top served with a kale rubbed kale and red cabbage salad and like wow. my son was eating the kale he's three Love kale it. salad by the handfuls we let him eat with his hands because we're like we don't care as long as he's eating and he's happy. yes of course he was like eating this kale and like he wouldn't eat kale previously so we were just like that's our our thing is that we all sit at the table he tries it. If he doesn't love it, we will default to grabbing him, you know, things that he might find that he enjoys. Like he loves noodles. So he eats a lot of, we live in a close to a Tibetan community. So he loves momos and Tibetan noodles. And um, so anyways, but our, our deal is that he always has to try what we're having. And if he doesn't like it, like when he doesn't like something, he says, it's spicy. Um, <laughs> everything that he, that he doesn't like is spicy, whether it's spicy or not. So that's what we had last night. And, and then we had some dark chocolate for dessert. That is so, that just sounds so amazing. Well, I feel like that is, uh, yeah, I wish we ate like that every day. We only order three of those meals a week. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's something we have to work on. Okay. I love it. I love the idea of it. I love the idea of the diversity of it too. Mm -hmm. And especially, well, because I have two kids, yeah. um, introducing to introducing them to new foods is challenging for toddlers. It is. It's really funny because I find like they go through a stage where they'll like try anything and then all of a sudden it like clicks with them one day that they can say they don't like it. And yeah. like here recently, and it's been challenging for us, he won't try things and he'll say, I don't like it. And we're like, you know, that we want you to try it. You know, you just have to have a bite. And often it feels like we have to resort to some like tricks. Like if we read a book to him, he'll just start eating. And, you know, next thing we know, he's like eating a bowl of curry. But when we first put the curry in front of him, he's not always keen. But yeah, it's... um. We, we've been pretty lucky, but more recently he has gotten, you know, he's turning into a noodles and pat, you know, pasta and pizza, like all totally. the things, all, all the things that kids, you know, it's a cliche that are, is their favorite. Totally get that. All right. I'm going to ask you, what does healthy eating mean to you? Healthy eating to me, it's my, I just had this conversation with my mom 
it's oh, food wow. that yeah, we had it actually at dinner time. Um, she came over for dinner on Sunday night. So it means bright food. It means fresh food. That's what actually we were talking about. My mom was saying when you go and you eat food and the food is all the same color, there's something that like triggers in my brain. Like I liked, like maybe that's why last night's meal was so like, it was visually beautiful. It was bright yellow for the turmeric and the vulgar. The meat was like this beautiful, you know, very, I don't know, it was gorgeous Ontario beef. And then the kale was so bright with the olive oil dressing. Um, I love color. We have a beautiful local farmer's market that we go to every Monday and they know, they know us there. So we try to buy, um, like you, farm fresh as, as much as we can. I hate food waste. So and we do struggle with food waste in our house. We're very ambitious. You know, we buy the kale, we buy the Swiss chard, we buy all the beautiful, yeah. you know, heirloom carrots, and then I forget to use them and they wilt and then we have to compost them. And that makes me so sad. Um, so yeah, I think healthy eating means like, you know, bright, beautiful food that's um, made by us. We prefer to eat at home. My husband is very health conscious. He's a, a you know, athletic and a coach um, for, for athletes. So eating healthy is really important to him. And um, yeah, I think, you know, that's what having balance probably is a, is a, another good one, you know, nothing in excess. That's exactly. something I've always subscribed to. So I think that's what healthy eating is for me. I love it. And food waste is a, is a common, actually, it's one of the most common things that I hear. Um, and I actually did a meditation in my Instagram feed yesterday. It's called, yes, it's called, I don't want to cook meditation. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really practical for real life Yeah, because there is often times when I have a fridge, you're, you're speaking my language. Like I have all of the things from the farmer's market. And even though I'm a chef, sometimes at the end of the workday, it's like, I don't want to cook. I know. I don't want to cook. So I have all this beautiful food and I've been using this practice for a while of like, okay, I'm going to really just take a deep breath and like open my fridge and like, what can I eat right now? So I, I made a meditation. All I, I want you to check it out. Yeah, or I would I love for your feedback on it because I will. I definitely you. will. I feel like that's yeah, food waste and end of day. So that's why James and I decided to subscribe to um, a food delivery service because one, it ensures no matter what we got into the rut. My whole life, I've never been in this rut. We're you know we're lucky. Like I feel like it's a sign of like you know, we can afford to eat out, but we started eat like getting takeout all the time. And I was like, you know, I don't like this. But yes, we live in a neighborhood where there's lots of beautiful, healthy, fresh food, like homemade momos. And we live, there's a bunch of Caribbean restaurants and like lots of diverse, beautiful food. But no matter what, I associate it with being over seasoned, having things in it that I don't want my son to eat. And so we kind of said like, what could we do? And there is a very affordable, you know, meal delivery service where we prep, we cook the food ourselves. Um, we get to pick the meals and, um, we find it beautiful and healthy and actually it results in no waste. And so the meal, like we beginning to end, we, um, everything that it comes in is recyclable, which we love. And then the food, we never have leftovers, which is sometimes for me, I'm like, I love leftovers for lunch, but it's good because it means we're not throwing anything out. So, and for us, because we love cooking, when we make a meal, we end up spending 
more than what it costs us to order a two portion meal from the service. And so it's this like, you know, this funny thing um, that it just works really well for us um, because we're often exhausted and just don't want to think about it. And that was like, we got to the point when Kieran started eating real food and real meals every day at five o'clock, what are we eating? And we like would panic because as adults, we used to mm -hmm. eat at seven or eight. And then when you have a child that needs to eat every day at like 536, it was like every day, like clockwork, five o'clock. What are we eating for dinner? I don't know. What do you want? No, what do you want? Well, what does Karen want? Oh, I don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like cooking either. Okay. Let's, you know, what are we going to do? And that was our yeah. life. For, and then it was like the meal delivery service just like helped us solve that problem. I love how honest you are about this conversation right now. I feel like it's going to help so many people. I hope so. I I know so. I know so. And if people are listening, I definitely want them to DM you or me mm -hmm. and tell us, like, did you enjoy this part of the conversation? Because it is literally something that I hear from so many people. It's yeah. the combination of work. It's a combination of kids. It's a yeah. combination of partner. Like there sure. is so many different factors in this. And aren't we so frantic? Like we're always rushing from one thing to another. And it's kind of like sometimes if you're not intentional, the food is like an afterthought, which is crazy because it's like the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and you know that, but it can be like, oh shoot, like, you know, so then you just have to decide how to make it manageable. So for us, we've really focused on breakfast and having really healthy options at breakfast and like, you know, tons of fruit and fresh bread and cereal and oatmeal and all those things. And then like lunch is usually hodgepodge. And then dinner is like, we consistently always deliver on, you know, we might still go out once a week for dinner or bring something home, but we, um, we try to eat at our dinner every night at home with Kieran and that he participates in the cooking when possible. He's really taking, I know you'd love that. He just started he taking a super interest. Mostly it was the salad spinner that got him like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's the favorite toy. It was the buy favorite it. Toy. It was like, yeah. wait, you need, and then he's like, you need something washed mommy. You need something washed. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. We're going to get into this round um, because this is how you show up in your life. And I would love any, I mean, you literally have been talking about how you show up the entire time, but I would love for you to give us three tips that people can take away and yeah. apply to their real lives. Because often what we do is we listen to podcasts and we're like, Oh, that's a great idea. Maybe yeah. I should check out a meal delivery service. Um, yeah. but I would love three tips that people can take away from you and they can literally be from your business, from your life. And I'm excited for your wisdom. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm going to get a little bit woo and say to my number one tip is to think about where you put your energy and where you put your energy is where you will see growth. So yeah. if you're not putting energy to fixing the food problem, if you're not putting energy to your self-care, if you're not putting energy to growing your business, then those things are not going to change and they're just going to keep going the way they're going. And, you know, sometimes done it is better than perfect. And I, I really have to, I've embodied that a lot in my life. So I might not get all the work done that I want in a day, but I've done a good amount by three o'clock so that I can go to the park with my son so that I can have 
be a mom, right? And I think there's this like, it's hard as a business owner, especially, you know, I'm a solopreneur, my husband doesn't work. So I feel a lot of pressure to make sure that I'm constantly growing and hustling for my family. Like they are my why, but then it's also like my why becomes that it gets in the way of my, of my why. (laughs) So I have to be very careful. I would say actually on that same note, a huge tip I have is really planning your day. Um, I use a planner that every, so every morning or the night before, if I have the time and want to do it, I plan out what my big three are for every day and then what my extras are and then little notes of things that I would love to get done and what sort of, so then I have my priorities, my rocks for the day and that might be personal, it might be um, work related and then I can kind of like everyday review and then transcribe anything I need to over. So I would say, you know, look where you're putting your energy, where you put your energy is what is going to grow and be Mm -hmm. very careful. So if you're spending a lot of time in one place Um, you know, and really something else you want to work on your business, but you're spending so much time getting your nails done, then you need to think about what you're, you know, are you really serious about your business? Um, Because I think you need to put, put your energy on what you want to grow. Then, um, yeah, the second is planning things out and, and really creating action plans for every day. So that's something I didn't always do. I would always had my like big list that I kept in my head, but now what I do is I actually make you know, for Monday to Friday, I don't usually work on Fridays, but Monday to Thursday, I have all my big things laid out and there's always wiggle room because things pop up that you have to do. Or sometimes like, you know, like actually speaking of getting my nails, I haven't done my nails in a long time and I would really like to do it. It's like a nice me thing, right? I love going, I feel good. My feet feel good afterwards. So like, I think I'm going to cancel something on my schedule this week so that I can go. Um, And then third, I would say, Um, you know, not just creating that action plan, but being at cause for it. So something I learned in a program I did recently is accepting responsibility. And even when something feels like it's been done to you is standing back and looking at what part you had of something. So I was actually telling you, I had a bit of a drama this morning and it was out of my hands. I had to do with someone else, but I was trying to figure out, you know, am I at cause for this? Maybe I wasn't as clear, whatever. So things don't always happen the way that we want them to. But um, I think that kind of like owning, owning your own involvement and being at cause for your own life and your own decisions, whether it's as a person, a human being, a mother, a business owner, helps drive you to make better decisions and really see everything as a learning opportunity. So even, you know, when something goes off the rails and doesn't turn out how I want it to, I try to look at it not as failure, but as a form of feedback. What was that Mm -hmm. there to teach me? And that's a great thing. I actually, the first area that I embodied that was I was in a long-term relationship, got out of it and dated like three or four different people before I met my husband. And someone actually, a few people said to me like, oh, Megan, like, oh, are you so sad that relationship didn't work out? Like, I know you really like that guy or, you know, whatever. And at the time, it's funny now that I now do this in my business, but at the time it was just my personal life. I said, no, because that person came into my life to teach me that I love, you know, I love somebody who appreciates my family and my friends. And then someone else came in and I'm like, that person came into my life to teach me that, you know, I need somebody who tells me how they feel like all these people, Mm -hmm. all these failed relationships, like I quote, you know, air quote, 
are not like, I didn't see them as failures on my behalf. I just saw it as like that person came into my life to teach me something and help me find my ideal partner. Um, and then I, you know, I found that in James, right. That like, by the time that James came along, mm -hmm. um, and people were devastated for me and I'm like, no, no, that's my <laughs> friends. Like I'm friends with pretty much every single person I've ever dated because they, wow. they came into my life. They taught me something. We learn from each other. You move mm -hmm. on. Right. It's not this like, Oh, heartache. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm best yeah. friends with the person I was with for 10 years before, before wow. James. And we talk, we talk on a regular basis. He has two beautiful children. I have Kieran. Uh, we swap stories. Our kids are close in age. And like people are like, what? What do you? And I'm like, listen, just because it didn't work out with us doesn't mean that, you know, we didn't uh, share a lot of experiences. And yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I love those are my Those are my things. So what I would love to say is that um, for anyone listening, I would love to hear if any of those sort of clicked with you, what you, what you like, you know, is that, does that make you want to do something or change something? And, you know, what is an instance where something happened to you that you felt like it meant failure or that it didn't work out? Maybe it was your son, you know, or your child having a freak out about seeing you on your smartphone. Maybe it was that you didn't hit your income goal. Maybe it was that, um, you know, something just didn't work out the way you want, but what could you take from that and understand what it's trying to teach you and how, how it's going to improve how you move forward, um, whether it's your business or your personal life. And um, that is just the world is a constant stream of feedback. I love that. So we're going to challenge our guests. We're going to challenge our audience um, to do that and to take that learning experience. So they can take a picture and post it to Instagram. Love it. Yeah. Write a quote. They totally. can like get creative with this. We want to see, so Megan and I, and I will put her Instagram handle in the show notes. We want you to tag us and we yeah, want you to show us. Do. Yes. What did you learn from an experience that you may have failed at? Mm -hmm. what was the, what was like the silver, like, I like to say the silver lining, like what was that yeah. silver lining of maybe things not working out? Like, what have you learned? What have you gained from it? Yeah. Um, so definitely tag us and we will put that in the show notes. And I have one more thing okay. that I'd love to ask you. Is it possible for us to get a bonus from you? Oh, absolutely. So let's make it Pinterest related because of course I think everybody should be using Pinterest. So I will provide, I'm actually just revamping my um, Pinterest image uh, freebie. That's all about how to optimize your own images for the platform because when you optimize your images for Pinterest, they get two to three times the amount of traction as non-optimized images. Wow. So my graphic designer and I are just putting the final tweaks on that, um, that documents um, revision. So once that's done, what I would love to do is share that with people um, and they can take that, apply it to their own content, their own business. And um, if they have an online business and hopefully get a lot more traction on Pinterest because that is the best place to focus your energy is on your own content first. You know, it's, it's yes, optimizing your, your account and doing all those things is really important. But if you want a quick win, we're
working on your own content is the place to start. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And so where can we find you? Like where can we find you online? Where can we work with you? Sure. My website is meganwilliamson.com. So that is my personal brand, you know, brand, brand. I also run a Pinterest membership called Pin Potential. Uh, And within that, it is like, you know, many Pinterest courses housed in one place Mm -hmm. with uh, regular live training and swipe files and all that good stuff. Uh, Group coaching to help you uh, ace your Pinterest marketing and grow your audience. On Instagram, I'm Megan A. Williamson. So M-E-A-G-A-N-A-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S-O-N. And on Pinterest, you can just look up Megan Williamson and I'll be there. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. And again, the information is going to be in the show notes. You can find me at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram and links to my website and all of my products are there. Thank you so much for joining us. And again, we challenge you, please show us what you have learned from a failure, what you have gained, like an insight (laughs) or any sort of, you know, glimmer of of just like wonder in your life for things not working out exactly how you wanted and what, and what came out the other side, because I feel like we all have these stories of things not working out. And then Mm -hmm. the wonderful thing that happened afterwards. I love it. Thank you so much, Megan. I loved, loved chatting with you. I could chat with you for hours. (laughs) We really should make another time just to chat. Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye, guys.